Would you like to start your own podcast? It would enable you get your voice heard and at the same time position yourself as an expert in your field. I use Anchor and trust me, Anchor is simple, easy to understand. I had wanted to do a podcast for years and I just didn't know how. When I got introduced to Anchor right here in my home, in my home office, I went about it on my own with little or no assistance and it's been fantastic all the way. So check out Anchor and thank me later. Welcome to the Thrive with Omu podcast, where each week I'll chat with an amazing entrepreneur on their group journey. They'll be sharing this with us to help and encourage us to take that bold step. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thrive with Omu podcast. This is your host, Omu Obilo. Today I have with me someone I call a change manager, a change agent, an extremely passionate entrepreneur. Her name is Izehi. Izehi, thank you so much for honoring us with your presence on our podcast. Thank you. Um, Hi, Omu. I must say to you that I am totally excited to be on your podcast. You know, you're someone I have known for a pretty long time and I know your values. I know how you are driven by your passions and your um, desire to um, change and impact people's lives. So I think I would extend my thanks to you for having me on your um, podcast. Okay, so my name is Izehi, as um, Omu has rightly introduced me. I call myself a change director. I am a values-based educator, an author, and um, a founder or the founder of Inspire Excellence Initiative. So I'm going to break my multiple hats down very briefly. I'm a change manager. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I said I'm happy you called them multiple hats. Oh, yes, they are multiple hats. I, I, I think that was a mouthful, so I now have to break it down. You see, my introduction, I have to introduce my introduction. So <laughs> let me start introducing my introduction to you. Change manager. I am driven by the passion and the need to bring out the best service quality in individuals. I believe that we are on earth to serve. Everybody's here to serve. Whether you're an architect, whether you're in a professional or informal um, um, industry, you are here to serve. So I believe that everybody has a reason, right, to be on earth and their reason has to be justified through their service to mankind. So I drive change within people. How do I drive that change? Now that is where I become a values-based educator. So if we're going to drive and instill certain values in you to ensure that you maximize your potentials on the earth. So if you are a lawyer, you're going to be a true service-driven lawyer you have to adopt certain values so our values-based education arm is focused on developing the skills and um, um, the wherewithal that individual is going to need to adopt the positive values to drive their core calling so um, the next thing I am again is an author so I have developed resources and uh, built curriculums around 
values-based learning. So we have a book series, which is Captain Excellence and the Great Hall of Knowledge. We've distributed 11,000 copies in one year. It's a book focused on developing or helping children to adopt values from a very young age. And finally, the Inspire Excellence Initiative is focused on addressing um, the needs um, of, for industries to eliminate mediocrity within their own space and to strive to serve excellently. So that's who I am, yes. I have introduced my introduction now. <laughs> Isaac, that is who you are now. Who were you before? Yes. You wake up with all this passion. There must have been a journey. Wow. I think my journey is the biggest part of my life. I graduated from the University of Benin and I am, my background is law. And, you know, the only thing I wanted to do was just to live a very simple life. You know, I, I wasn't pursuing, to, I didn't have so many pursuits. I knew I wanted a good life, but how I was going to attain it. My biggest realization was the fact that I was ill-equipped with the necessary skills to pursue and conquer. I assumed that, you know, once you read law, you are entitled to get a job. So if in my head, my thinking was, once you go to school, you have formal education, you are entitled to a job. Now, imagine my dismay when I came out from school and I did everything that was necessary um, to do. I found that things just don't work that way. And so I, I, I must tell you, it was, it was a shocker. A huge shock for me to realize that while formal learning was very crucial to my survival and the quality of life that I would live, that there were certain factors that was going to back my ability to pursue and truly attain those goals. Wow. And so I became depressed, chronically depressed. Now, the reason for my depression was they were quite multiple and because the, the focus today is on the business side we have to focus on the business side i started my journey um the current journey i am on as a values-based educator change manager and author i started 2016 january 6th of 2016 and i was coming from the darkest place of my life i was coming from a place where i had cried from january 1 2014 to december 3rd the first 2014. I was confused. I did not know what I was doing. I wasn't sure about my purpose. I wasn't sure about anything. My whole life seemed to be quite hazy and I was confused. And so I um, am thankful that I was able to pick myself up because there was a place of, you know, learning. There was a place of reading. There was a place of re-education. There was a place of information. And most of those things were the things that formed my ability to pick myself up and refocus and re-strategize. So wow. I had books like, uh, there was a John Maxwell's book, uh, of which um, Omu is um, a John Maxwell certified coach. I had books with, uh, with Jack Canfield, The Success Principles. I read a lot of books. I dived into reading. There was the issue of association. Prior to that, I had no association. So some people would talk about poor association. 
my case was a case of no association. Yeah. Sorry? I said poor relationships. Places. Yeah, I had yeah. I had no relationship at all. I wasn't developing my social network. I wasn't developing it at all. As a as a business person, my first business was such that so my first business was such that allowed me to stay away from my clients. It only required me to build on my products. So the need to develop those skills, the relevant skills for full success was not um, um, activated. But boom, I had to shut down the business. And then I had to start all over again. And now this is like 17 years down the road. So I'm here to tell someone, if you have failed five years down the road, if you have failed 10 years down the road, you can still pick yourself up. It's not late and it's not over. The only person that takes you out of the game is yourself. And so this is 17 years for me. I had to start engaging in um, book reading. I started to do more reading. I started to seek out um, associations that were beneficial to me. I had to find a place to learn. I had to find a place to grow because there's a becoming before there is an achieving. There's first a becoming. So I had to become a different person. And that person was a person that was focused. I had to set my goals. I had to clarify my goals. I needed to be intentional about my goals. I started being intentional about the things I spoke. I started being intentional about the actions that I took. And I started to take responsibility, 100% responsibility for my life and my outcomes. And the minute I did all of that, my life started to change. I started to see myself perform what I would call a miracle by my own personal standards. They were miracles. So this was me coming from a very dark place and realizing, first of all, that, you know what, I have to take responsibility for my life. And of course, again, my, the books, I had to read books. Don't take it for granted. If you don't read books, you're denying yourself the right to grow. I had to read books. I had to join um, associations. Like, for example, I know that Omo runs the John Maxwell's... Um, um, yeah, you have the John Maxwell growth strategy that you um, take people on you need to invest in yourself you must invest in yourself if you're going to embark on any type of journey you cannot achieve without first becoming so yes that's my story it's, i have come from severe adversity and anybody can pick himself up anytime as long you have as long as you have made up your mind that that's exactly what you want to do you know, I find that really, really, really encouraging. And there's something you pointed out, which um, surprisingly, it, I, as much as I've done mastermind groups on um, the 15 invaluable laws of growth, the last one I did just hits me that, you know, you've been practicing, I mean, you've been preaching this and you haven't been practicing. And it was a lot of environments that growth thrives in conducive environment. I was kind of, um, I, I thought I was conscious of it in the sense that I, I was conscious of the people around me and all that. But it had never really, I'd never really seen the need or the importance to belong to a community or association or anything. But lately I've come to realize that, you know, if you're in the right one, it can actually help your growth. And um, I'm happy to hear that. I mean, I, I'm not wrong. I'm happy to hear from someone that it has um, affected the person. 
Um, Izzy, another question I have is your value-based learning. I know you're quite passionate about children and all that. How do you integrate it? You know, how does it work with the children? Okay, um, children see and children do. Yeah. We become what we learn. We become what we feed. And um, I've come to realize that the very best way to enable anybody to succeed is to furnish them with a value skill set that they will require to actually succeed. Right. Now, while formal education is very, very relevant, I think what is more relevant for me is building children with the right values that will enable them pursue their journey in life. Because a child that is not emotionally intelligent will not be able to respond appropriately to circumstances that they are faced with when they grow up. Very true. A child that is not abreast with what his values are, he will stand for nothing and fall for anything. The quality of our lives will be solely dependent on the choices that we make. And our choices are usually driven by the values that we uphold most in our lives. And so, um, based on my own personal experiences in life, finding out that I was really ill-equipped for life, that just being a human being and going to school did not in itself amount to success for everyday living, I realized deeply that I do not want more children. I want to furnish more children with the capacity to succeed. I want to embed in them success factors before they hit the road running. They should be aware that life is not, it's, it's not, it's, it's not a row, row, rowable journey down the street. It's not gentle always. Now, while for some people it is gentle, for some others, not so gentle. But whatever life throws at you, you must have the character skill set to face those challenges, overcome them, and become a better person through them. And so the values-based learning is um, really focused on developing those skill sets in children to help them become independent at an early age in, with making good decisions. So you imbibe the right values. When you look to your left, you look to the right, you see positive and negative. Your compass, which is what your values are, they will push you, it'll push you closer to the right choices. You know that, okay, it's wiser for me to say the truth. I, you, you face an obstacle in life. You understand you have to bring out the resilience in you. You see a problem. You don't say, I am stuck. You say, how next? What next? Who next? So, you know, without values, you know, children are just growing, growing up. They're like sail ships that have no anchor. Values are the things that anchor us. You understand? They, 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 they serve as an anchor to help us make choices freely without our, because our, as parents, we're not always going to be with our children. Yes. Yeah, and they wish for every parent is that my child is wise enough. I have furnished him or her with every virtue he needs Certainly. to choose rightly. So we focus on um, four aspects of his values. We, we focus on his personal values. We focus on civic values. We focus on um, moral values. We focus on intellectual values and performance values. So we, we teach children and we also teach, teach families and put a values-based structure in place for organizations, individuals, 
families and homes so that the children just don't understand values, but they are able to define the ethical standards by which they define those values. So they define the values and they define the ethical standards to support those values that they believe. So basically, that's um, how we um, work. Say, and of course, the values should now start to affect their decisions, their operations, their relationships, the way they see and view things, the way they interact, the way they engage, the way the children respond. Fantastic. You, you, I mean, you actually yeah. just took that right out of me because I was going to ask you um, if there was any way you trained like families and all that. So is, um, is there like um, an email address or any details? If it, is there a procedure for getting in touch with you? Or do you, of, do you have any offerings going on now? Because I know that quite a number of people have um, packages they've um, made out because of the peculiarity of the periods we're in, children being home and some parents working. Is there any particular package you have running at the moment or it's still the same? Oh, yes. Um, right now, uh, the children are home. We know that uh, being in school also develops them and their capacity to deal and cope with um, the real world. And so um, we are for now giving a free values-based assessment to parents and so that they are able to carry assessments on their children. And also if they decide, you know, for them, it's also going to help them decide if they need a values-based structure put in their, in their homes, because like it's, it's looking like children might be at home to the end of this year. So you want to put those values-based structure in place properly. Again, you know, we continue people, a lot of people believe that they are values-based and, um, when you ask them, how do you know your values based? They say, well, we are honest, but uh, we, 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 we believe these things. We believe in integrity. We, we believe in uh, trust. You know, we believe in love in my home. But there's a structure to ensure that those things are well communicated, both to the, the child and to every member of that family, to ensure that those values run through and through every aspect of the life and for a, a long time learning period. So yes, we, are, we do have an assessment that we are going to freely carry out for this season to enable parents or schools and individuals, you know, start to create a values-based structure to engage their children in properly. And for that, they can go to info at eleanorthompson.org and then send us a request. So that's info at eleanorthompson.org. Okay, I'll, I'll write that out, um, but this is now me wanting clarity. The value-based assessment, is it for the adults or for the children? Well, um, we usually prefer, you know, um, we usually prefer to train the custodian of the values. Okay. The custodian of the values are the parents, the schools, the management of an institution or an organization, because it's a long-term process. And if we help you teach you that process, or if we show you that process, then it's easy for you to now ensure you put it in your a home, but if we teach the children and you haven't heard it, then it's going to be counterproductive for the children. So it's usually the, usually leaders, they are the custodians of uh, values and they are the ones to model those values. Yeah. Fantastic. Please, can you take your email address again? Info at? My email address again is info at 
E L E A N O R T H O M P S O N dot O R G. That's info at Eleanor Thompson dot O R G. Thank you, Isaac. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I think I need the assessment myself. And um, it's, <laughs> it's been wonderful um, having you on this podcast. And for anyone who can't, who didn't get the email, it will be written there or you can contact me. You can also leave your comments on the podcast. You can leave voice notes as well. And it will certainly get to Isaac. Thank you, guys. Thanks. What I like most is to add value to my clients. I nurture them and watch them bloom. I model, I mentor, I monitor, I motivate, and I multiply. If you're interested in learning how I can help you in your personal and professional growth, send me an email to omu at thrivewithomu.com for a free 30-minute clarity session.